Podcast about boys, boy sex, sex fucking, fucking dating, dating. Uh, We're back on the comps, you guys. We're back on the comp. Um, but we're but it was really fun to do in person the other day. It was so fun to do in person. We're on the comp because it's summer, y'all, and we are working artists trying to make a living from touring our little asses around this country and beyond. Wait, so where are you, girl? I basically live in San Francisco now. I've been here for like three months and then I got here yesterday, but I'm God, one of the worst places to be. No offense. No offense. Oh, I kind of like it. You know, I like no. lived here. I lived here in 2018 by coming here twice in one summer. You did live there. I remember that. Um, I, I ran into this girl on the street yesterday. It was so sweet. And she sent me a nice message and she was like, I loved you in 2018. I'm like, what about now? <laughs> Wait, what? That's so weird. She was, it was literally a nice message, but I, of course, of course, I have a disease where if I get a nice message, I have to dissect it and be like, how are they actually in some way being not nice and actually cruel? Yeah. Oh my God. There was this incredible table. This was a, this incredible table at my show last night. It was like, oh wait, before. so you had the show last night? I have shows. I had a show last night, tonight, and then two tomorrow and Saturday. Damn Danielle. Yeah, it's it's really damn damn Danielle's uh, status. <laughs> I um. <laughs> damn Danielle is is a three busy Deborah's joke that I that I said in front of my dad, and now my dad says it literally nonstop. Years later, he's like, "Damn Danielle!" Like every other day. Oh my god. Um. I, okay, so um, you had a table. Oh yeah, incredible. there was a table. It was two women and then a woman and a man. And the man, you know, when it's a classic thing of like, oh, you actually want to gouge your eyes out like you shouldn't have to be here like i don't know who brought you here it's not fair to you like um you're let's not get them on a stretcher up. let's wheel them out you're not being set up um for success by being brought to this show um so i kept like engaging them because i had to like i mean i've never seen such stone-facedness like the crowd in general was great and like i think it was like a couple and then like the couple's brother and his girlfriend the two women i think were a couple sure. and then like i think and um and then I said, eventually I was like, can, I'm sorry to come back to you guys. Like, I'm not one of those people that like, you know, when like, whenever you say like you're doing a show when, or whenever like someone like, like a random person from like a day job or like your family friend or something says they want to come to your show. And they're like, I'm not sitting in that front row. Cause I know you'll roast me. And yeah. You you'll totally rip me it. up to shreds, girl. It's like, I went, I was like, I'm not that kind of comic. Like people can feel really safe sitting in the front row, but I just, I have to check back in with you. Like, it doesn't seem like you're having a good time. That's okay. Like I just right. Wanna, it's like, beautiful even to be like so. Yeah. So against said, the grain. Enjoying, he said this. I'm enjoying myself. I'm enjoying myself. I'm finding it funny. <laughs> that so he, he wants you dead. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Then, but then in the middle, of, so then like towards the end of the show, like they kind of all four got up and laughed, and I was like, I, I was like in the, I was like in the middle of a of like doing a bit, so I like had to make the choice of like. Oh right! Been, Am I gonna actually commit to the bit? Or, or like no, I'd been like in the middle of like doing like my my stand up, and then like I as I was doing like a longer thing in my stand up. No, 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 they, I understand. You know, oh, sorry. And so I had to make the choice of like at this point they were a huge part of the show to be honest. And so like, I was, like, <laughs> I, and so I literally just I, I like paused, like looked at the table, and was just like, 
I'm gonna just keep doing the bat. And then, um, but then afterwards, I like checked back in. And I was like, okay, so like they all left. Like, what's going on? Like, they hated me, whatever. But then one of the um girls popped back in, and she was like, um, no, we just have to go home. We drove four hours to be here. Oh my like, god! Oh my god. So the like, people you thought hated you drove four hours to see you. Well, no, the girls did hate. And what I said because I said to the ones, I was like, "Oh my god, that's so sweet." I felt so bad. I was like, "The, the brother will be the last face I see before I die." But of course, of course, someone has to be. Someone's got to be there up in the stars, shining. Someone's shining. face has to be the last face. Shining, shimmering, splendor. Wait, I wanted to tell you something so fucking awesome. Wait. Oh, I had something to tell you that was so fucking awesome. Can't remember. Anyways, today is my here's here's the deal. Today is my dad's birthday. Yesterday was my brother's birthday, and July first was my parents' anniversary. Kind of a huge week for my family. Yeah, that Kinda is crazy. Cool. And I'm not, who, um, I'm not someone who is like want to celebrate my parents' anniversary. But not even me like, at no no no. Look at me. Not even me at all. Good, but I have. You did a good post, Catherine. You did a good post. You know why? Because I was literally with them in the flesh and I'd been with them for weeks and they were like, it's our anniversary. And we went to this nice dinner and they're like, we're celebrating our anniversary. And we had, we actually, yeah. me, me and Bri went, went out with my parents for their anniversary. And we went to like my favorite kind of place, old fashioned steakhouse and just like went off with like rare steak, mac and cheese, martinis, mm-hmm. like no holds barred. No, and we no. were like, I was like, so it's your anniversary dinner. So like, tell us the secret of your love. Like, tell us the tricks of the trade. And they both have not really had other relationships besides each other, which means they absolutely think my brothers and I are always overreacting whenever we go through anything related to love. My dad's like, yeah. so dump them. So dump them. <laughs> He's like, uh, so dump them? Kick them to the ground? There's a million people? You're perfect. You're, if someone isn't obsessed with you making you feel good every second of the day, don't be with them. And then my mom kind of had... um kind of got a bottle for the table of wine and started telling us sort of some beautiful stories about her college days. Oh my God. Was she, a, I know. was she a wild girl? Was she a wild child? Definitely not. But she was telling some fun. She was like, and he was a cutie. It was like, Ooh, we're getting into it with mama. Yeah. Wait, so I have a question. Fun. Yeah. I have a question about this. Does, does your dad, did Brian and your dad like talk about sports or something? Um, amazing question. They mostly, they talk about F1 cause Brian's obsessed. And does your dad know about it? My dad's learning about it from Brian and he watched well, the show because of Brian. My dad doesn't care about sports at all my mom my mom cares if they my family kind of cares about tennis but we don't follow any other sports oh cool that's cool and then my dad and bri will talk like biz like my dad's obsessed with like business and like startups yeah Yeah. is brian like obsessed with business and startups he's not really brian's family talks more about politics which obviously i have nothing to say except like this sucks yeah i sound so so stupid whatever no it's like at this point I just had listened to so many like YouTubes about like Bitcoin and stuff. And it's actually really hot because he's like really good with money or something. Like, is Angela's dad hot? Um, yeah, there's something <laughs> there's something sexual towards about him to me. Of course. Well, it's Oedipal. Yeah, it's really it's Rhode Island he's, is Oedipal. You no, know he is. Like he's very different. Like he's just very like calm and even keeled and like he's a contractor, like by trade and like contractor is sexy contractors like i feel like they like destroy marriages yeah totally because they come in and they're sexy and you're like over yeah he just really like has a really good heart kind you know like that kind of hot where it's like oh like (laughs) i just feel like like a certain like warmth that's like can even be yeah i just unlocked a sense memory of my friend getting a slutty halloween costume that was a construction worker and the apron said home wrecker Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's cool. Not necessarily amazing for women. 
No. Well, anyone can wreck a home, man or woman. Oh, my God. Our guest has entered the building. We're using a new platform right now called Riverside. And so our guest is just popping in to say hello, hello. Please, Seek Treatment listeners, put your ears open for Nana Mensa. Welcome. Hi, Nana. Hi, how are you guys? Thank you so much for joining us from London, England. So it's basically midnight where you are. Are you exhausted? Tell us what's going on. Tell us everything. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. No, it is six o'clock. So, you know. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's six o'clock. I'm going out to dinner when we're done with this. Oh, so. where are you going? Oh my God. I'm going to Nopi. It's um, if you know Ottolenghi. I mean, basically, yes. you're British, Catherine, so I know you know. I thank you so much. You know, you know, someone recently, someone recently texted me like, "Oh, have fun in London. Like, you really shine over there." And I was like, instead of taking the compliment, I was like, "Oh, they think I'm bad in America. <laughs> like, why? Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with me?" I'm like, can I just say thank you? Like, I shine. I can shine across both seas, from sea to shining sea. You shine. Wait, so Nana, this is such an exciting time for you. So for those. Pat, so you guys haven't met, but Nana's an amazing actress, writer, filmmaker, a recent new mother, exciting And your movie is coming out, is it July 22nd? It's coming out July 15th at BAM. Oh, okay, tell us everything. And the the 22nd in LA. So, yes, I'm ready to, I'm getting ready to come to America. It's been um, an odyssey, uh, making independent films is hard which is annoying because I, I don't know. I just didn't get the memo and I really kind of lost <laughs> like why, why I like did this. But, um, but now that we're at the end of it, it's wonderful. And um, we have this gorgeous little film and it's been so fun and great and amazing. So it um, it's called Queen of Glory. It's a dark comedy about a Christian bookstore in the Bronx. Um, oh my God, uh, written kind of in the vein of like, you know, tiny, like Lena Dunham's tiny furniture and like misadventures mm-hmm. of awkward black girl. Basically I like went to some, I don't know, seminar or something. And somebody was like, well, if you're making a film, you need to shoot around what you can get for cheap or free. And, um, my aunt and uncle owned a Christian bookstore in the Bronx. So oh I was God. like, hi auntie. Oh, that's so smart. Ding, ding, yeah. Ding. Yeah, exactly. So, um, like that's what we did. That's how we did it. Wow. Making a film seems so literally hard on, it just, cra- like, I could never do, I can't even answer, I literally can't answer an email, so, like, it would be hard <laughs> for me, to, like, it would be hard for me to be, like, organizing a location or something. There's it's, probably lots of emails. So many film. emails. So many emails. <laughs> to this day, so many emails. I'm like, you guys are still emailing me. It's over. The movie is over. Wait, so it's how did, the, I'm curious, how did the process start? Like, where did, when did the idea first come to you and what was, what were the first steps? Um, the first steps were like getting a producer on board. The idea came to me like 10 years ago, but like, okay. um, but it was like, basically I was like, um, I had seen, a friend had seen a, um, went to South by like that year and they were like, oh, there's this producer that you should meet. So I like went onto Facebook and I found like somebody who we knew in common and I basically like cold emailed him. I got his email. Oh my God. Cold emailed him. It was just like, 
yo, I've got this idea for a movie. Can we meet? And I was like, oh my God. And I thought, because I don't know anything, I'm an idiot. I was like, well, he's a producer, so I have to impress him. So I was like, let's meet for tea at the Crosby Street Hotel. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Which is oh my like, God. for me, tea at the Crosby Street Hotel is like $18, literally. And I <laughs> and I had no money, no money. And so I took him out for tea at the fucking Crosby Street Hotel for $36 in my first form. <laughs> As a producer, anyone who's like has a job hill that's kind of like producer or something, like they need to be the one who's actually paying. You know what I mean? I learned that now. But at the like, yeah. I just didn't. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know. Right. So yeah. I thought I had to like wine and dine him and make it seem uh-huh. like it wasn't just me. It was just me, and like I was working yeah. at a restaurant, and so that that thirty six dollars plus tax really made a meant a lot. And so um, <laughs> and uh, and tip because you know when you work in a restaurant that you like have to tip like obscenely just because you know, of course you know, because they don't pay anyone who works anywhere ever. There's also that's that. Because how so, they are. That's how society that's, is. That's how society is. So $50 later, I got a producer. <sighs> so he, it worked, though. It the, worked. The plan, it worked. The plan you hatched was a success. It was. Yeah, it's yeah. like, what are you telling us? It's like, so much money, but it's like, at the end of the day, to pay $50 for a producer is actually a really good deal. <laughs> that's, that's fair. It all worked out in the end. <laughs> um, that is so crazy. Wait, and I hate to do this, but... You know, I love babies, and I'm curious about <laughs> what's the deal with your baby? What's your baby like? What is it your baby hate? What's your baby hate? like? <laughs> and where is your baby on its journey? My baby on his journey is um, he's realizing that I am the center of his solar system, which is actually mm-hmm. great for me because I'm an actor. Totally. So it works really well to have that built in, like in-home <laughs> uh, worship. And so um, that's pretty cool. He's really like, um, he's really sweet and he's fat and he's like, you know, and I don't know who the hell he looks like. He really doesn't look like me, like, or my husband. I don't think. <laughs> that, Iconic. But, um, so I don't know really how that happened. But um, yeah. he's also deeply, deeply multiracial. He's like Lebanese, French, and Ghanaian, and so like, just looks like I don't know what he looks like. All it all in the wash, it just kind of makes him look like I don't know Afghani, maybe I don't know. Like he just looks like kind of I, I don't know where he's from. But and that's um, where he is on his journey. <laughs> that's where he's on his journey. He's Afghani on his journey. Does he like living in London? Does he talk about London? He loves London. <laughs> <laughs> How old is he exactly? No offense, but how old is he exactly? Exactly. He is 11 months and two. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. And did you, so did you always want to have kids or what? how did you come to this decision? Oh, my God. I didn't always want to have kids. No, actually, I'm, okay, I didn't always want to have them, but I knew that it was something that I needed to, that I was going to do, rather, not needed. Mm. I, I knew I was going to do it, but I definitely didn't want it, like, for a long time. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, that's, well, I mean, that's why you freeze one's, one freezes one's eggs and just, like, Oh, my God. Do you know what I got in the mail today? They mailed me a photo of my frozen eggs. It's the creepiest, most disgusting-looking photo. I'll show it on Patreon. Show it on Patreon. Send y'all my eggs on Patreon. What if they mailed you a box, like, in seven, and it was your eggs in the box instead of Gwyneth's head? I wish. I wish. Wait, wait. Oh, wait, wait. Sorry. What did you say, Nana? I said that's what happens when you stop paying. They just mail you the eggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, literally. Yeah. They're like, hey, defrost, defrost. <laughs> shove, shove them up there. 
Um, so you, you knew, you knew it would happen, but you didn't want it to. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to, it was just like moving towards this and an inevitable inevitability. And so then I, um, but then like, you know, there was this pandemonium and, right. uh, we just decided that, uh, it was like, I guess the world is ending. So maybe this is our last like thing, thrust of hope. I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was just kind of like, I think it's now. And then it was now. That there was yeah. also yeah yeah. So and did you always was, want to get married? Um, that's a good question. Yeah, I think so. I was not. I'm not super like chill about commitment. I just kind of like need to be like I'm a Virgo. You know, I needed to just yes. know like where we stood, what was happening. Um, and so I do think if I hadn't gotten married, I would have been like looking at him, like, why the fuck won't you marry me? You know, like what is Oh, totally. Well, I love getting mad about that. Even if I don't want to be married, I love to get mad about not being. Yeah. But I want to be cool. I want to be cool girl. I want to be cool. I want to be like low key. I want to not like limited commitment, (sighs) but in fact, I just, I'm not that girl. And I, and I think it was really important in my journey of realizing that I'm not that bitch. Like, I just need you to put it right there. I'm just conventional totally. and boring. Wait, um, if you feel if you feel safe sharing, I, I would be, love for you to share you and Kareem's love story because I feel like it's so romantic. Oh my God, that's so nice. Wait, I don't know what part you're talking about, but like I do think... <laughs> <laughs> but one of my favorite things, one of my favorite things about Catherine Cohen is that the very first time we met, do you know that I have a very strong memory of the first time that we met? At the pizza and place? We- Oh shit! Was it the pizza place? Sorry. Oh, it, it must not be that yeah. strong a memory, girl. <laughs> maybe it was before the pizza place. Maybe it was before the pizza place. What pizza place? I said maybe. <laughs> I shouted at the computer. Maybe it was. Maybe your memories before the pizza place, and it was the first time you met. No, my memory is after the pizza place. You were right. Um, that's that Princeton <laughs> for you. Um, so, <laughs> so I uh, no the second time we met. Which, um, ah, now I'm doubting myself. Okay, it doesn't matter. We were at a theater. We were going to see a play. And you were with, we were with our mutual friends. And, um, and Kareem came in first. And I saw you lean over to our mutual friend and was like, he's hot. And I was like, no, no he's, I'm openly in love with him. He's so hot. Really? And he's so funny. Yeah, no, I want to be, um, I want to destroy your marriage and be adopted by you at the same time. My son, my son needs a sibling and a stepmother. Oh my so god, I'd be such a good big sissy. Yeah, you're like your sister and your stepmom. Make it make sense. Yeah. Make it make um, sense. Make it make sense. So anyway, Kareem and I met in a bar in Austin, Texas, and um, and we were petting the same dog. That was not my dog. I had we had no. a dog. Yeah, we were petting the same dog, and um, and then we started he, we started like joking about the dog's inner life, like what novels were on the dog's like side table from his. Bed. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, and what? That's literally was, a movie. It was kind of a movie. It was kind, it felt kind of cinematic, and then um, and then I didn't live in Austin. Um, and I basically was like, okay, I guess I'm going to stay here because this is like, this is working. Right. And, and then, um, but I was, I, I was on this web series called an African city and it was shooting 
in Accra, in Ghana. And so I had, I was leaving in like three months to go there. And then after that, I would go to New York. And he, and basically two weeks into knowing me, he bought a ticket to come to Ghana while I was shooting oh. that, that series. And um, which was great because he forwarded me the ticket. I mean, this gives you a sense of his sense of humor. He forwarded, he forwarded me the ticket and he said, you did say Ghana, right? Not Uganda. And so yeah, that was it. Is he in the creative field? He is. He's a novelist. Um, and he, I know, I know. Oh my God. Listen, I, I Hot, hot alert. Hot alert. Yeah. I, I'm like so, randomly like sort of going bald here which is kind of cool do y'all like that oh my god is it because you do that a lot because i have a friend that does that like his 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 like um his like gesture his spiritual gesture is like this like just kind of like going oh, like no. this and now and now it's yeah. started to like wither his hairline okay so, i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop my gonna stop big gesture is like this i'm a lot of like this that's hot yeah but I, it's hot but it's like is it is it is it more than the hair can handle is it more than the right it's to handle my phone, I do think my, I will like just genetically, I think I'll have hair for a long time, which isn't even something I necessarily care about because I famously think um, ball guys are really hot and sometimes I'll even seek that out in pornography. But <laughs> um, my phone thinks I'm going bald because Angelo, my boyfriend, Angelo, truly isn't really going, he isn't really losing hair, but he's convinced he is losing hair. And so he's always talking about it and he's always talking about like remedies. And he's and he talks about it so much that my phone actually thinks I'm balding. So I get so many because it hears it doesn't. My phone can't tell. Here's the, the whispers. It hears the whispers of your lover. It hears the whispers of your lover's concerns. My phone can't tell the difference between me and my partner. So it thinks. So it keeps giving me targeted ads for like. So your phone thinks all gay guys are the same. My phone literally thinks there's no difference between any gay guy ever anywhere. That's really really upsetting. Yeah, my question is, my question is, is that like, is that the process of going bald? Because almost every man I know thinks they're going bald and then they eventually do, right? I mean, is that not wow. just like, the They manifest like, it. Is no, he or, like a soothsayer? Maybe it's like, we just need to start believing these men who are standing up and saying, I'm going bald. Yeah, let's let's raise up their voices and <laughs> lift them up to the we Lord. Can I we say that why is... Can I say what's disgusting? Oat milk. I don't need it. I don't like it. It tastes bad. I'm over it. What's your preference? What's your preference? I think just regular whole milk. Like, let's just go. Shut up. That is so fucking retro. (laughs) That's me. I'm a vintage queen. I'm basically like Marilyn Monroe over here drinking whole milk, slurping it from the cup. Now, oh, wait. Sorry. sorry, Go ahead. For one, I'm like a pretty cow milk person myself. I don't necessarily care between the percentages or the skim or the whole like that doesn't sure. feel smart to me. My boyfriend's sister is this like has this stance where she's kind of like opposed to milk in general. And one time I asked her why and she was like, You think cows were part in this earth for us to drink their milk? But she's not like vegetarian or anything. I mean you could say that about any <laughs> You could say that about anything. You could say you think chickens are yeah. one of those fry them and put them in a big bucket and like eat them on a picnic. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> think that cat like you think i'm trying to think of other animals that are food sometimes but yeah. <laughs> everyone lists all the animals that are food sometimes you know, <laughs> you know um quail that's kind of a random one you think quail was put on this earth to like have it at an overpriced restaurant no it was put on this nice. earth but that's whatever so that's i was gonna talk about vegans but i'm not interesting about that like, are you I- vegan no I'm not <laughs> vegan. I would love to be vegan. I spiritually connect with vegans, except for the fact that of they're course. annoying. 
Except for the right. like that's the only totally. that's the only hiccup is that if they could just be not annoying, then I would join their cause. Because like I don't yeah. want to do it either. But it's like it just makes me laugh. Your I guess sister in law. Can we call her sister in law? But like soon to be. Uh, is it for real? I would love that. You, you heard it here. Oh, first, is it listen. the other one? I don't know. Hey, what? Is I she, said, aren't, aren't, your, isn't, aren't they engaged? Who? Sister-in-law? Your, your, sister, your, your, your boyfriend's your... sister. <laughs> your, no, she said your sister-in-law, Catherine. Your boyfriend's me? sister. Yeah. No, we're talking, you were, you were yeah. no we're talking to Pat. We're Look at me. We're both talking to you about the milk girl. The milk girl, Pat. <laughs> no, sorry. I thought you were talking to Catherine. Okay, wait. Sorry. Wait. Sit over. Wait, what's the question? <laughs> the question is, is I appreciate, is she a hypocrite in like uh, other areas of her life? Like, you know, where she'll fuck up a cheeseburger, but won't drink milk. No, no. She like, I also don't like, I wouldn't say hypocrite. I would just say like, there's, there seems to be like, I, I feel like she's not articulating correctly. Like what her actual issue is. I think she just doesn't like milk. And that's just like something she reached for. And that's her POV. That's her but POV. But no, she's not really a hypocrite. She's not a hypocrite. That's now I feel beautiful. like. Now I'm like very scared. I'm going to like. Oh my god! I'm a hypocrite. We're all hypocrites. It's fine. Like join our rank. <laughs> join the club. Yeah. Okay, you guys, listen up, okay? Because gaps in the diet shouldn't be ignored. Over 97% of women ages 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet, and 95% are not getting their recommended daily intake of key omega-3s, and that is bad. Yeah, but you know what's good? You know what's good, Pat? What is good? Ritual is essential for women 18 plus multivitamin. It was formulated by exhaustive research to help fill nutrient gaps in the diets of women ages 18 and up. It's formulated with nutrients to help support brain health, bone health, blood health, and provide antioxidant support, babe. Yeah, but I guess they probably stopped there. No, they no, didn't. No, they didn't stop there. They invested in a gold standard university-led clinical trial to prove the impact of essential for women 18 plus multivitamin. Absolutely. And I have loved the results. I have noticed that Ritual increases my vitamin D levels. It helps with omega-3s. And it's just so amazing. It's nice to have a little something I can do for myself. Maybe feel like I'm putting a little healthy kick in my stuff. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Take it where you can get it. A published clinical study is a big deal after all. And a serious commitment to a first-of-its-kind standard in the industry is, like, huge. Right. And the good news is, right now, Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash seek treatment and turn healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at ritual.com slash seek treatment. Ritual.com slash seek treatment. It's not such a crazy idea. Go to it. Go to Go that to it. Okay. I was going to ask. So basically on this podcast, we just ask one question. Nana, it's who were you? Who are you? And who do you want to be? <gasps> Therapeutic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Give us the origin story. I was. Um, I think I was a really highly ambitious lonely kid and then and I think I am wait are we talking about this in like macro terms or do you like literally want to know like the the, the people do do whatever but I would say like I'm intrigued by what I'm intrigued by the start where did you where did you grow up 
So I grew up in, I was born in New Haven, Connecticut, and then I spent most of my childhood in a suburb of um, Hartford. And then um, where I was like very, uh, I stuck out, let's just say. And, um, <laughs> and, um, and so, and like really wanted to like get out. Like my entire family lived in my, on my dad's side, everybody was in the Bronx and we were like due north. And it was really like, I was, I just wanted to be there. Like I just wanted to be with my cousins. I wanted to be with my aunts and uncles. And so that was a super, um, that was like very formative for me. It was like, there was no doubt that as soon as I was able, I went to college and then after that, I, I, you know, came to the city and that was, that was that on that. And, um, and I feel very, um, uh, yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. Like always the thing that I want just being out of reach, I feel like that is my, that is the space that I operate in. Like th- that's my flex. Like I know how to achieve something that is like in the middle distance. Like I know how to like, work, like, like just fucking work at it and run toward it. That's just it. I like love setting a goal and achieving that shit Virgo nation. So um, I think like uh, that's basically who I was. I think who I am, I'm still figuring it out because like, as you guys know, just became a mom. I think that that's a huge like seismic shift that I haven't yet been able to like figure out where I land on it. Like there's Mm -hmm. sometimes like the thought of him like experiencing any unhappiness or pain or anything like actually makes me need to lie down. And then, but then also like, if I have a call and he's like getting his diaper changed and screaming as if he is being murdered, I'm like, can someone get rid of this baby? You know? <laughs> okay. Who put this baby here? You know, and That's I, crazy. I don't know. so I kind of vacillate between the two. And I think, um, you know, I really love that people are more down at least than they were to have having like open dialogues. I know that like my mother is like horrified whenever I intimate that like, this is kind of cramping my lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, I, yeah. like, like, but what? Like you've done the thing. Like, and I'm like, right. But my whole life is not culminating in creating this life. I'm still forming myself like right. you know, on a parallel track now. Like, and I, so I just, yeah. So I'm still figuring that out. The thing about I think babies. Oh, go ahead. The thing about babies and little kids is like, they kind of just don't like, they can't like feel a room. So it's like, even when like they're, you're doing something they like, <laughs> They just want you to keep doing it again and again and again until like, like oh, this is how this is boring for me now. You have to learn to let like no one wants to play the same little game with you like for a million hours. And but isn't not- that also a lesson? Isn't that also a lesson? Like maybe fuck the room. Like just do what gives mm. you joy. Like I feel fuck like the room. Cool. I'm making sure. The room. Fuck the room. <laughs> um. Yeah, but also it's like that's gonna make babies not. <laughs> that's gonna make babies not like them if they keep doing it you know what I mean <laughs> you want your baby to be popular yeah with you <laughs> yeah 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 I think you, that's totally true and then what who about, I yeah. want to be um yeah what's I, your dream my dream is like I have a friend a friend Peter who I went to college with who shout out was, shout out Peter yeah, shout out Peter um who and because I just don't think I can give a better answer than this, I'm just going to borrow Peter's answer. When he was <laughs> interviewed at fi- he's in finance, he went to Wharton, whatever. And oh my like, God. I know. And um, when he was interviewing at um, at like all the banks, I think this was his Morgan Stanley or Deutsche Bank interview or something. They were like, Peter, where do you see yourself in ten years? And he said, in a white Armani suit and a baby blue Bentley. 
And oh. I feel like that is actually who I want to be. That <laughs> is an iconic response that we've never had on the pod, and I'm obsessed. <laughs> I wonder if he had that prepared or on the spot. He was like, this is what I want. Knowing Peter, it was on the spot. <laughs> that was wow. <laughs> In 10 years, I'd want to be... I'd want to be like in a silk gown on a private jet. Pat, mm. you go, you go, you go, you go, uh, Pat. That's what I'm saying, kind of something sartorial and something vehicular to kind of. <laughs> to break it down. If you want to try this at home, if you want to try this at home, that this is the formula. <laughs> I do see myself in like mesh shorts, mm-hmm. but in like, um, <laughs> like in like, like not like a lamb, like not like a real like a nice sports car. I'm trying to think of like a car that's like expensive, but like I mean, I keep going to like Humvee or something. But then like or a G wagon people- or G wagon, G wagon, G wagon is something. Oh. But I don't want people to think I'm bad for the environment or something. But I mm-hmm. do like that. But though, ten that's years from fine. now, the G wagon will be electric. Ten years from now, the totally, yeah, totally. So yeah, you see, see yourself mesh shorts in an electric G wagon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> topless? Topless? No, I'm wearing like I'm you wearing, wearing mesh, mesh on the top too. I want you to be wearing mesh and a mesh that. I am wearing head to toe mesh and I am in an electric uh <laughs> G wagon. No. Okay, I actually feel like I'm not really in a satin dr- I'm I'm more in like on the private jet, I'm in like a really overpriced cashmere like jumpsuit type thing because i'm it's travel day do you know what i mean yeah and i'm having like sushi on the plane you know what i want Um, for you i want i want artisanal goat cashmere like a very specific kind of cashmere for you yeah in like a shade of like ox blood or oatmeal Ooh yes yes yeah or or something i don't know or something something. um we like to ask on the show how many boyfriends have you had (gasps) <gasps> so many i really? have so many so many oh my god i <laughs> here's the deal is that before i met my husband i worked in nightlife and oh, so i didn't know that I, it was it was something and i feel like i want to i will at some point write something about it because it was so insane and it was like you know like a couple like a few years before me too like actually a while before me too and so this is like so just men behaving badly but also like women everyone behaving badly (laughs) (laughs) and um and yeah and so I used to meet guys all the time at my place of work and um I didn't have, I didn't know what I was moving toward. So I, the net was just really wide open. I just knew I wouldn't date an actor. I would never date an actor. Another. Actor. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. I just think like, I don't need that. I'm going to bring the shine to this relationship. Not totally. <laughs> so, like, that's, like, and, that's why I want to date Peter, your friend who works in finance. I want you to date Peter. My friend who works in <laughs> Is Peter gay? Peter's not gay, unfortunately. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. He can be gay for my friend. He can yeah. be gay for Pat. He can be gay for totally. Pat. Yeah. Totally. Beautiful. Totally. <laughs> Peter's gay for me. Get gay for me, bitch. I'm going to meet him and say, get gay for me, bitch. I love it. Are you it. in 10 years being gay for me? <laughs> Peter. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I think um, 
I just, yeah, I just did that. And so I had so many, I like, I'm actually extremely proud. Like I remember thinking on my wedding day, like I really did it up. Like I had fun. <laughs> I fucking did so that. Good. You know what I mean? Like I am ready to commit to this man. Cause I fucking did that shit. It was great. What do you mean worked in nightlife? Like, were you like ser- serving like fancy cocktails to like, businessmen, to men in, so, in blue Bentleys? I started, um, I worked for the Tao group. Um, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so I started in coat check and worked my oh, way yeah. up. And um, I was doing, uh, so I never bartended, but I was doing basically front of house. And so, for example, like at one of their properties, like I would be the bitch at the door with the list that said that you're not getting in today. Oh, oh my God. jealous. I know. It would be very look, intimidating. Did you have to like eyeball how hot people were and like let them in based on that? So that's what I was going to say was that like it was actually like I majored in sociology in school and actually really understanding human psychology and sociology was I learned way more working the door at a nightclub than I did (laughs) (laughs) at the University of Pennsylvania sociology department Um, (laughs) was wild Um, because sometimes right like the list wasn't full but I was just how you approach me said a lot about whether or not you were going to get in and if I smelled blood you weren't coming in you know what I mean like if I say if I if I smelled that you weren't confident about your right to be in here you weren't coming in and so wait why because you just felt like they're not going to bring like an amazing energy to the club Yes. Yeah. I was curating basically. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm curating. And there were some people who had to come in cause they had reservations or they had done bottle service. Like they bought a table, they bought a table, whatever. So like there was that, but there was also like, yeah, I mean, th- th- there was just also like some scrubs and, um, and there was, yeah. And I just, you needed to bring sexy energy. Like your energy. Oh just just sexy. You would never, what I would tips, never. Get I would never get it. What tips do you have for people wanting to get into to a club? I've never been to a club really. Um, I don't know. I mean, don't be a douchebag finance bro is the main mm. hot headline. It's just like Yeah, Peter. Yeah, Peter. You hear yeah, that? Peter, <laughs> get a grip. Get a grip. Get a grip and get gay, Peter. Get yeah. gay for my friend. Uh, Peter, you ain't getting into the club, all right? <laughs> Peter would get in the club because he'd be in a white Armani suit and a baby blue true, true, true. But I think that like, you know, ultimately, I think it's about like riding that line between confidence and arrogance, right? Like one one is super off-putting, one is deeply attractive. And um, (laughs) and I think that there's, you know, so I think that that's like, that's the main, that's the highlight. That's the highlight. It's just like when you're entering a room, like ride, ride the confidence wave. But not. Yeah. Do I have to wear like a bandage dress and, and stiletto heels? No, stiletto and that was, my favorite, that was my favorite part: is people who had great energy, but maybe mm. weren't like didn't fit the style profile. But like, I, you know, I I would still let them in because I'm like, I think your vibe is great. It's something that you can just discern within like half a oh second. My God. Wow! Wait. Would they give you rules? Would they give you rules on like were there any rules or was it just, you were just like in charge? Um, they would try to, but like, I mean, I won't, I won't divulge too much, but like, yeah, I didn't agree with all the rules. You know what I mean? Like I was yeah, just there like, we go. all these rules, I was like, I think that's dumb. And so I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Yeah. And, if, and, if, and if it ever came, if a manager or somebody would come to me and be like, um, we saw that this, the table, they da 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 I'd be like, well, they, they bought a table. So 
they're in. Like, I would just say yeah. that, you know, like, yeah. I could do whatever I wanted. I was like very much like in charge. I want to, you're making me want to try to go to a, like try to get into a club. You know what I mean? <laughs> let's go. Let's go clubbing tonight. On, let's go on clubbing on Thursday, July 7th. Um, which is you have to, you have to write about that. That would be such a fun world to see on like a movie. Cause it is something that is so interesting, but you know, there's, I, it's so hard to, it feels like you only know the tip of the iceberg. You know what I mean? It feels like there's such, it's just so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And also how people receive the news that they need to wait in line. Oh, oh like, it's like, making me know. cringe. Yeah, I know. So sorry. <laughs> I've know? never, I don't know how people get cool. Like I've never been someone who like knows how to breeze in somewhere. I'm always like, oh God, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Like, how do you become cool? I don't know. I think you're so cool. I, you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? I'm you don't honored. Do you think that? I think, I think in certain settings I feel comfortable. It's just like, very, it's very few settings. I don't know. It, it's just even like anytime I'm invited to an event or something, it, I, I still feel so awkward. Like I don't know what to do or who to talk to. It's getting easier though, I guess. I think it yeah. does. I think it gets easier. I don't know. Pat, what about you? Are you? I, um, you know, I think that sometimes I can like adequately feel, I think it's about like, I think, I think it's like, this is, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to say the sentence. I think it's a lot like interpersonally, like, when you, you, no one wants, like, you, you can't act like you want to be there too bad. Like, you have to try to treat the space like it's, like, someone mm. you're dating or it's, like, I could go at any time. Like, <laughs> I don't need anything from this space. Like, I'm here and, like, I think it's cool, but I'm willing to leave. Sometimes I could get in that mind space, but, you know, I don't, during, a lot of times I get to a place where I'm, like, oh, I'm just burnt out and, like, I'm having the same conversation with lots of different people and, like, it's not really fun for me. And, like, um, I, I, I get stressed out when I feel like I keep getting into conversations with people that I can't end somehow. Like I can't leave the conversation. <laughs> that really makes me feel crazy. Like, Oh my God. Like, so, so sometimes like the, that I, 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 sometimes I could do well in the beginning and then like I start to get overwhelmed when it's like just so many conversations right in a row. Do you leave when you, when you hit that or do you try and power through? Cause I think that's the art is just knowing when to leave. Yeah. yeah I, I think I know when to leave, but I don't know what, like, I don't know how to do it. Like what I say, cause it's like, at this point it's become such a trope of like, I gotta go to the, I'm going to go get a drink. You know what I mean? When you like announce your next thing you're doing, like, it feels like we're not hiding the ball enough now when we say that. So it has to be something like, I don't know how to like dismiss, <laughs> dismiss someone. <without laughs> oh man. I, okay. So I'm actually still figuring that out for myself too. Catherine and I were recently at a wedding and, um, yes. and, and at that wedding, when we were walking in, we were with a, a, a mutual friend of the couple getting married and, um, somebody approached him who I, 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 I didn't know her, but she approached him and was just like, Hey, you're in town. He didn't live there anymore. We were in Austin. And, and, um, and he was like, she, she was like, you're, you're in town. Like, Oh my God, we should get a drink or something. And I can't, I almost like blacked out because it was so perfect, but he yeah. had, so I wish this is a bad story because I can't quite remember the punchline, but he somehow Jedi mind tricked us. And I saw him absolutely turn her down without any. Oh my like, God. Like, definitely not getting a drink. However, <laughs> he was so much style and like swerve that like 
she didn't even know what was happening. Like, <laughs> like she didn't even know what was happening, but it was not mean. It was so kind. It was like kind and generous, but also very firm that they weren't getting a drink. And that <laughs> needs, needs to be on this podcast and school us all about yeah. how Damn, like, that is. That is the art. That is the art of a lifeline. Lately, I've been doing a lot of like, as soon as I get the edge of like, oh, there's, it's like, how are you doing? How have you been? Fine, whatever, whatever. Lol, lol. Maybe try one more time to push past the lol. Like, and then if there's just nothing there, even if it was like a successful interaction, but there's just nothing more, like I'll use, I've been doing a lot of like, well, it was so amazing to see you. And then kind of like, yeah. It was so but good like, to see you. Like, um, g- good luck with your project. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you also have to, like, you know, you are going to be, at, like, if it's a party, you're going to be there now for, like, you know, maybe a couple hours with this person. So it can't be a total, like, nice to see you because you might end up in a conversation with them later. So it's such yeah. a tightrope. I think you can sometimes be like, I'm going to say hi to so-and-so. Like, oh, I'm going to say hi. So good to see you. I'm going to say hi to my friend over there or whatever. I think that's true. I think that's a good one. Or also the thing that I do, which might be, this might be too cruel, but if I see somebody nearby, I'll like wave them over. Oh my God, do you know so-and-so? And And then like, yes, I love that. And then I say, and then you know what I, I I read once you have to say like, this is Pat. He is an iconic podcaster. This is Nana. Her film comes out July 15th at BAM. And then you're like, okay. And then you just kind of go drift away. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You never saw this. It's never happened. I I know. I feel like I'm very much someone who like, if I, if, if I'm in a new space and I, if I just know one person, then I can like rock out and be like the absolute star queen. But if I don't know a single person, then it takes me a little bit of time to kind of cozy up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm kind of the opposite. The more people I know, the less comfortable I feel. Interesting. (laughs) That's beautiful. That is. Um, Ooh, I'm getting like a caffeine headache. It's like I never know what what how much to have. You know what I'm saying? So you had too much, or you had not enough. I think I probably had too much today. I basically I got my brother was here last week, and he left this like big thing of cold brew in the fridge, and I just kind of guessed and just kind of went off. And now I'm like realizing that I haven't eaten, and I'm being a little bit kooky. Yeah. I had a really good exam. You know, so the hotel I'm in, it's like you know this classic setup that like they're all doing these days, where like it's kind of like a restaurant next door and you order a room service from the restaurant that's not even the hotel. Do you know that? I keep getting in that situation where I'm like calling a hotel being like, is your hotel nice? Yeah, it's actually good. On the plane, the, this was one where the venue booked it. So like, I never know, but I, on the mm-hmm. plane, it looks pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. On the plane, I was like, let me Google it. And it got like a bunch of like, honestly, not great reviews. And I was like, what? I mean, I've stayed honestly, since I've been doing a way, like touring, I guess, like, I've stayed in some real clunkers, so I don't really, and I don't really mind. <laughs> um, but I was kind of bracing myself for it to be bad, but it's actually really good. So I'm like totally fine. Well, because with they that. have something to prove. They know the reviews are bad, so they got to like, totally. Mm, it, you know? Yeah. That's smart. Even one review was like, I've never in my life stayed at a hotel without a mini fridge and a microwave. And this space had neither of those things. Which Ew, a microwave? <laughs> Ew! I, like, microwave is like, not expected. Yeah, microwave is not expected. Like, they're like condemning the hotel for not being a Best Western. That's like... <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you should consider being a Best Western. But then I got here, it does have a mini fridge and it has a microwave, which to me is like... Maybe they read that woman's review or something, and maybe she gaslit. And they them changed up. everything. He gaslit changed everything about that hotel. He gaslit them into thinking that they were in a hotel unless they had microwaves in every room. So they put them in, I guess. But <laughs> wait, so Nana, who's your um, who's your dinner with? Who's my what? Sorry. Who's your dinner with? What are the oh, plans okay. for tonight? Um, my dinner is actually kind of fancy. Not oh, I'm I'm, I'm I am um. Oh my god! I guess I'm just gonna say it. I see. This is you don't have to. You don't have to. No, 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 no. This is actually interesting. 
Because like, as you work more in the world and you meet other people who work more in the world, like I have friends who will be like, oh, my friend, you know, fucking, I don't know. I can't think of anybody right now. But like, and then you realize through speaking that the friend that they're talking about is like, is Chris Hemsworth. Like is extremely. Yeah, 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 yeah. There needs to be a German word for that phenomenon where someone's like, yeah, oh, yeah. I bet you there is. I bet you there is. And so, like, <laughs> yeah. and so like that false modesty of like, oh, well, you know, my friend Chris. And it's like, well, just just say it because we know who yeah. he is. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. It's so, that's so true. It's yeah. like, okay. Someone, anyway. Someone that, that, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, someone just said that to me once with like, they were kept going saying they were going to their friends, their friend Bridget's party. And then it was like at the end, then like, oh, the next day I was talking to them, I was like, how was it? And they were like saying how like, Sarah Jessica Parker was acting there and I was like wait what whose party and it was like Bridget Everett and I was like oh like that's obviously going to Bridget Everett's party is completely different than going to a friend named Bridget's party you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> and I would love the heads up I want context I want I want yeah. to really get a sense of the vibe so yeah. to that end I will disclose I'm going to dinner and this is going to be really funny because you're going to be like who um but <laughs> <laughs> It's not Chris Hemsworth, um, but I'm going to, so I'm going to dinner uh, with my friends, uh, Will and Allie. Will is Will Jackson Harper, who is a really wonderful actor who's on the Oh, yeah. And, yeah. He's and amazing. Season two of Love Life, which I just watched. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it was fucking great. Um, oh, really? I need to watch it because it's a different story, right? It's like it's a different, it's different it follows story. Him. And I didn't watch season okay. one. I just skipped to season two and it was delightful. Um, him okay, and Jessica cool. Williams. Anyway, so and his girlfriend Allie, and then um, uh, Rebecca Henderson, who's a fantastic actor, and her wife um, Leslie Headland, who is a writer director. Who is? Oh, I keep hearing that name. Yeah, Leslie Headland is fucking flames, and she's doing. They're in town because Leslie's doing the new Star Wars um, thing. Oh, amazing. So, I definitely recognize Will. Damn. Okay, so yeah. it's a chic dinner. What are you going to wear? What's happening? Well, I was just going to wear what I'm wearing right now. <laughs> well, I can't see you, girl. Well, I can't see you. So don't make, it, don't make it sound like I'm being crazy. I can see your, only your face. Yeah. Don't make it sound like I'm being an absolute bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wearing like a very comfy, cozy, like one piece jumpsuit. And then I was going to throw yeah. like a little chic. A chic jacket over it and just go like that. Wait. That sounds perfect. Can you tell me and do you like live in London? Or are you there for a trip or like, no. So I'm, I am shooting in London. Can you tell him? I can totally tell you. Um, <laughs> I live in London. I, oh my gave, God. I gave birth in London. Hello. And so, uh, anchor baby. And so I am, <laughs> I'm here and, uh, for the foreseeable future. And I like come to the States when I have to under duress. Uh, but, I, but I will, I'm here. I am here for now. Are you going to be there when we're there? Are you going to be there on like July? Yeah, July. Like, <laughs> treatment live, t- like live. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amazing. So, only, so here's the only issue. I ha- I, the only issue is that it is my son's birthday, oh. but, but he's going to be asleep. Like he's not gonna be away. <laughs> this motherfucker goes. To bring him, car. bring him, bring our baby. The Rossi birthday baby, show, just like a sleepy baby. Yeah, um, yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll take him and I'll like show him to the whole audience. I'll be like, it's his birthday. Like Simba, like Simba, like Simba, um, full Simba. No, wait, so- that's so fun. That you're gonna that you're gonna be there. Okay, that'll be. I'm so I'm so excited for our trip. It's gonna be. I'm gonna meet you in person, and I even want to meet your baby if you'll if you'll let me. And, and and if you'll 
and if y'all let me, I would like to be a huge part of your baby's life. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You can now, now, as we as we wind down the episode, we have to ask a few questions. We have to touch base, and we have to say, A, do you feel hot today? Yes. Yeah. You look amazing. Wow. You, you're you're gorgeous. You're glowing. You're a girl, gorgeous girl. I have to say, oh you're a stunning gorge. <laughs> Um, I feel hot today. I, um, for some reason, you know, I've been like, because <laughs> this is like going to be the stupidest story anyone's ever told. I, because I had a little hamstring pull, I've been doing a lot of foam rolling and cool. you know, I weirdly feel like doing so much foam rolling has given me some kind of like strange tricep definition. Cause you know how you have to like balance <laughs> on, on the foam roll. Yes. So I'm jealous. I want that. At a certain point you're doing Pilates. It's like, let's be honest. So like, yeah. I, yeah, I've been like liking it. So, and my hamstring felt like I was able to run seven, seven and a half yesterday. My hamstring didn't hurt at all. Really. Seven and a half so, like, miles? That's miles. Really, oh, he's a serious I'm runner. Serious, I'm a serious runner. Um, Professional. I had a, going to the Olympics. Going to the Olympics. I think tomorrow I leave for the Paris Games. So, <laughs> checks watch. Um, you know, I you know when you have an outfit that like you keep trying to make it work even though it's not working, and you're just like every time you wear it, you're mad. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling that way about. I don't feel hot today because I'm wearing this athleisure set that like looks so cute on the model, and the way it just like the way it is like cutting in certain. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying with like a bike short or like with a sports bra, it can hit in a way that like is not flattering, and I just like. I'm like, okay, so this is one, like, I'll just keep it home yeah. and I'll wear it at home. Yeah. So I'm wearing it, I'm, I'm wearing this at home. Um, so I don't feel particularly hot, but that's okay. And it's special and it's beautiful. I felt really hot yesterday. I wore the most amazing outfit and that's okay. Did you, Not wear, every day did you wear it out or did you wear it just at home? Did you stay home in the outfit? Of course, I wore it to my show, but it was one of those things where, like, as I left my house, I looked unreal, and then it was so hot, and I walked to the venue. I, my hair was three times as big. Like, I was literally dripping sweat. But at least I got like a cute photo at the beginning of the night. And that's all them. It's, you know, it's all for the, all for the, ground. the photo yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, was, oh, do we all have a crush of the week? That's a good question. Do I, do I what? Sorry. Have a, do you have a, cru- a crush? We, we call it crush of the week. It's like, it can be a person, place, thing, idea, feeling, emotion, scent, sight, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do have a crush of the week. Well, okay, I have like a highbrow crush and then I have a lowbrow crush. Oh, perfect. That's perfect. I love a high to low. <laughs> okay. So the highbrow crush, I don't even know if I'm saying his name right, but recently his name is Titus Kafar or Kafar, K A P H A R. He's a visual artist. I'm looking it up. He did a TED talk. Recently, his work has come into my orbit. And I'm like, holy oh, wow. shit, I'm obsessed with you. So that's my highbrow. These are amazing. Yeah, right? And he, yeah. his, yeah. And his, if you have like whatever, six minutes, his TED talk is flames. Um, oh, really? And yeah, yeah. he's hot. Yeah, yeah right? Hot. Right. Yeah. How, what a perfect situation. Yeah. He's a genius and he's hot. What a highbrow crush. What a- thank, you, thank you for bringing some highbrow energy to this podcast because <laughs> we haven't said anything highbrow in about two years. So we really needed you today. You, you have no idea how we much really we needed you to have a highbrow crush today and you really did um, amazing. You are okay. Oh my god! Now I want to think of a highbrow crush. Well, I want to hear your lowbrow crush. Okay. Yeah, let's get to the low. We should. We should. This should be the new segment: highbrow and lowbrow crush. <laughs> yeah. I think it's maybe necessary. Okay, so my lowbrow, right. my lowbrow crush, and this is super UK specific. So you guys, you'll need to do a follow up when you get here. Um, okay. My cool. lowbrow crush is the croissants at Sainsbury's. 
Oh, interesting. Sounds bad. (laughs) It sounds terrible, right? Because if you say grocery grocery store croissants to like an American, you're like, oh God, it's like doughy and like there's no like in a bag. bag, Exactly. Asphyxiated croissant. And that's not a vibe. But um, I randomly there's like a really expensive near me there's a really expensive coffee shop that I love has like (laughs) coffee and like all the good things and the beans and the this and you know the origin story of like everything and then um next to it is a Sainsbury's local which is basically like a glorified bodega and like and so you go to um and so I used to get my croissants from the fancy coffee shop which are like three pounds which is a lot for a croissant it's like 25 dollars and so i <laughs> and so then i randomly like smelled the the piping hot croissants coming out of sainsbury's and i was like let me give it a shot and i did and it was better than the coffee shop so now wow, i, I will preach the gospel yeah. of the grocery store croissant in the uk I'm gonna have- everything's changed. Everything's changed for me. Everything's changed for me. You know, I feel like, can I say that? I feel like grocery stores in the UK, like they don't know about, they don't know what to do with their produce. Like they always put it in a weird place. I agree. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I'm- everything is like bagged. Everything feels like it's like not. Well, I think, meant- I think grocery stores in the US all use the same consultant. And so they like the layout. I... Is like, no matter, like they all use the same, like McKinsey. Let's get her on the pod. Let's get the grocery store <laughs> consultant on the pod. Yeah, <laughs> Because the layout is exactly um, the same, but here it's different. I think you're right. <laughs> um, I hope she, I hope that the American grocery store consultant expands and starts to consult in the UK soon. Maybe. I think she's ready. I wish her the best. Um, it could be a guy, but we totally gendered her in a real fucked up way. Gendered. Why? Because women should be cooking? Why? Because women should be in the kitchen, Pat? <laughs> Pat? God. Not in the kitchen. My crush of the week, I, I think I'm going to say my crush of the week is Ms. Cracker. Because I just um, went with her yesterday to film like this little uh, video for like a web series thing she's doing for her next show. And it was so fun. She's so funny. Such a delight. Yeah. Um, yeah just fab. Oh, wait. Can right. I add one more crush? Can I add one more? Oh, of course. Of course. A bounty of crushes. I have a crush on May Martin. Big time. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Big time. Big time crush on May Martin. Um, Love May. To the point where I was walking down... Um, like I was walking home and I saw them w- walking with um, someone else. And I literally did the thing, which is like horrifying in London. I, it, you can get away with it in New York and definitely elsewhere in the States. But I just was like, I love your show. Like, just oh, kept- I'm sure they loved it. I'm sure they loved it. Everyone. You guys should be friends. I would love you, to. You guys would get along. Yeah. Maybe we'll, Maybe maybe the fates will align and we'll all curate a hang. That would be amazing. I have yeah. seen so on your because you guys would love each other with them, and I would love to get in on that because I think they're super talented and also like they're so talented. He, that is some sexy energy that would get in the club. Just to bring it back, mm-hmm. absolutely. absolutely some sexy energy that would get in the club. Yeah, confidence. Anyway, I interrupted. I interrupted. No, even I, as an inexperienced club letter inner, I would know that they should get in the club. You know Hundo. what I mean? Yeah. Hundo. Club letter inner. Um, that that could be the title of your next project, the club letter inner. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's going like, to be cool. Um, Pat, do you have a crush? Well, my crush is definitely Peter. Um, oh, of course. How can we forget Peter? <laughs> um, Peter in finance. I don't know How silly. High, I, think, I guess he's highbrow at the end of the day. Like, he's a highbrow crush. And like, oh, right. I forgot. I don't yeah. think I have a lowbrow crush. Like, it feels like a... Maybe my lowbrow crush would be just something as simple and easy as like 
the McDonald's like bacon, egg, and cheese bagel sandwich because I had it on the way back from Rhode Island, and it really is so good. Like, I mean, McDonald's does not miss. They don't. As the kids say, they don't. Miss. They don't my low low brow i mean everything i've been doing lately is low brow i'm like living in squalor but it's okay i need my apartment's disgusting oh well we'll figure it out we'll figure it out together okay our last question of the pod i was gonna ask a quick follow-up about your apartment i do want to know about i want to know why you're living in squalor you know why thank you for asking it's because there's not enough room for my clothing and so i just clothes just accumulate in bad places and it's also it's also a function. It's it's the fact that this is my brother's apartment that I'm subletting, so it's like a lot of his stuff's in the way too. So it's just a tough. My life's extremely hard, is what I'm saying. My life's extremely hard at this point. Soup's hard. Now, before we go, first of all, tell people um, how they can get tickets to Queen of Glory, how they can support the movie. Of course, yeah. I mean, like my pitch, which is so boring but so true, is that like post pandemic. <laughs> indie film is like really, really, really on its knees. And we mm-hmm. really need to fucking show up if we want any sort of like diversity and not just like ethnic diversity, racial diversity, but like literally diversity in story. Like if you don't want everything to be a Marvel mm-hmm. film, you need to go and yeah. go see independent cinema. So that's my like macro plug. Micro plug is we start July 15th um, at, uh, at BAM. Um, I'm so sad that you guys will be in Europe, but I know um, it's. I'll, I'll, I'll do you on worse. I'm going to be in um, Indiana still at that point. Oh, that's worse. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Um, we're lining up very sexy like moderators for Q and A's afterwards. Um, so like Lupita Nyong'o is going to be. <gasps> oh my god! After the Friday, July fifteenth show at seven p.m. Oh, and so. Yeah, so she's gonna do a Q and A with me and um, a couple cast members, and then um, and so that that's that's the thing. Google Queen of Glory. That's the easiest way. But like, you can go to Bam's website. You can find me on all the socials at it's Nana Mensa. Um, Perfect. That's, that's the vibe. That's what we're doing. I love it. I and um, what was I gonna ask? I know. I wish I was gonna be here. It bums me. It's. I mean, it's just so funny that we're switching places. <laughs> I'm laugh, laugh, laughing. Okay, before we go, our the final question of the pod is always, are you mad at me? I'm not mad at you. Are you mad that I called your husband hot the first time you met no, me? No, I was truly flattered. <laughs> I was truly yes. flattered. It's like, I was just- like, I know. Well, because also I was like, this bitch is audacious. And I too am an audacious <laughs> And I love that. I like real recognize real, you know? Like it was just, I love that. I love that. So you, you automatically like had a space in my heart. <laughs> I, I think it turns me on when people say my boyfriend's hot. I'm like, oh yeah. Your boyfriend is yeah. hot. He's like, oh, I know. A, I can't believe you haven't met. He's a done. Thick cookie. Mm, I love it. He's like, yeah, I know. You love a man. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Pat, are you mad at me because I brought up annoying business stuff at the beginning of our call? No, I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. Okay, cool. It has nothing to do with me at the end of the day. I'm just a girl in, a, in an ill-fitting athleisure suit trying to get by. Um, are either of you mad? <laughs> are either of you mad at me? No, definitely not. Okay. Um, also thanks for meeting on i noticed uh cat that your dad's birthday is today 
<laughs> thanks for me. Thanks for meeting on your dad's birthday. Thanks for meeting on a holiday. <laughs> You're so welcome on a national holiday. National you are holiday. so. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is my dad's birthday. I know. I just love him so much. You know so what I mean? maybe I should be asking if you guys are mad at me for forcing you to work on a holiday. Yeah, I had to. Uh, <laughs> I was. I, I'm in San Francisco, but I was going to see friends for Catherine's dad's birthday here. <laughs> Drinks. We're going to all have a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm so happy. I, I, I'm sorry we had to reschedule our initial plan. I'm so grateful yeah, that you were able I'm to so make this I'm so happy to work. meet you. I can't wait to like meet you in person. In, um, I know. London. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We'll have a lot of fun in London. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. We're going to do all this. It's going to be perfect. See treatment if you're boring as fun.